0: Already having a giggle, aren't we, Bob? Haven't even started, and we're already having a giggle. Welcome to Trolley Watch, guys. This is New Idea Foods a very fabulous podcast. My name is Amy Sinclair, and I am joined by our always stunning, always very informative and resident freezer expert, Barbara Northwood. Welcome, Barb. Hi, Amy. Thanks for joining us a Busy week in the kitchen, very busy, always, always. Busy, always. Yeah, Food, coming down to seven kitchen. days a week, coming down, me. coming up to Christmas, aren't you? Yes, yes, yeah, kitchen. so.
1: Thinking hams, pork, turkeys, cakes, cakes, yeah, cakes, cakes. will be honest. Have you ever done
0: a turducken, Barb?
1: Mm. Uh, yes, we have. Yeah, we How have. How do you feel about it? Barb? Um, I, don't I reckon think it's a your, bit overrated. I was say, I reckon that's a lot cup work.
0: of work. If I know Barb, like, as much as I like to think I know Barb, that's not her cup of tea, no. too much frills. I right? yeah, I, yeah, I just think they're a lot of
1: work. Yeah. I wouldn't bother again. Yes.
0: We've got some great things coming up today. We've got Best Denial. We're talking potato wedges today. That's exciting, isn't oh, it, Barb? I love a good potato wedge. So who doesn't? We're mm. also talking about how, and sharp knives one-on-one. We're doing a master class yes. on knives. Barb's a big believer in a sharp knife. I'm going to refrain <laughs> from making any sort of reference to that. We've got Barb's Blind Tasted. It's my favourite part of the week. This week I'm doing tea. barb Are you ready Ooh, for this? Yeah. Pick your part, baby. Very good. And Barb's in a very good mood today because we're doing freezer facts. She's talking some more about what you Love can and freezer. Can't freeze <laughs> in her <laughs> NASA-type freezer, the size of a, a spaceship. Let's get straight into it. We, of course, are doing best in Isle.
1: Cause it's the best in Isle.
0: This yep, week we did, did potato wedges. That was a lot of fun. Wasn't yeah, it Barb? was actually. You wouldn't think – it's one of those ones that you wouldn't think there's a big difference, would you? No, not at all. And there was a staggering difference. It was actually quite insane. I think we did – let's see, we did five different types. Yes. Good old – but they were sold as the same type of – they really were. It wasn't like seasoned. they were different. No, it, no And on it the packet, they, they looked the same. But yes. once they're all laid out, and especially once yep. you tasted them, huge differences, yep. which was really, really, really surprising. So let's get straight into it. We had the Woolworths version. We had Coles. We had Audi. We also tried the McCain pub-style wedges, and we tried Birdseye. We're going to get straight into it. We So the Woolworths version, Barb, Woolworths frozen potato wedges, 750-gram bag
1: for $2.00. What did you think? Um, I thought they were a bit bland, Yeah. to be honest. They weren't very fluffy. No. So, mm, not overly impressed with them. They the were pretty nah. They're just a bit ordinary. They didn't yeah. really have like that sort of… No, like you want to put your own coating on them. Yeah, like they were sort of missing… Flavor. But they weren't fluffy. Yeah, not quite. They right. stuck to the roof of your yeah. mouth
0: when you ate. Yeah, not, not, not great. Next up, we tried the Coles Frozen Chunky Potato Wedges – Seven hundred and fifty gram bag for two dollars fifty, so fifty cents more than worse. What did you think of these, Barb? To be honest, I thought they were a little
1: bit tasteless as well. Yeah. For a potato for a potato wedge. They weren't great. They weren't, weren't they? good at all, no. Yeah. No.
0: Okay, next up, Audi, the Seasons Pride Frozen Potato Wedges. Seven hundred and fifty gram bag for $1.89, So they're
1: the cheapest of the lot. Yes. How I did like, you feel about these? I liked the flavour. Yeah, they were good I thought the flavour was really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, uh, certainly good for kids. Yeah, they were, they were just a nice they potato they wedge. They were a good wedge. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Then we tried the McCain pub style wedges, 750 gram bag for $4. So a little more expensive. But they were pretty good, weren't they, yeah, Barb? They were what did you lovely. think
1: of these? Well, they were fluffy. They had nicely seasoned, a really good flavour. But it was were, the fluffiness of the potato. You could actually taste yeah. potato in them. They were so crispy I liked them. and yeah.
0: really like, full They're of good. potato. They were really good. They were mm-hmm. yum, 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 yum. Last, but not well, last, but maybe least, um, we tried bird's eye Golden Crunch Wedges, a one kilo bag for $4.05, so they're the biggest of the lot. These looked really different, didn't they, Barb? And they tasted... What did you think of these? Um, they were very pale in colour.
1: Compared they, to all the others, they were just like a chip. A chip, weren't they? The everything else said, kind was of... was just like a chip in the shape of a wedge. And they really weren't very seasoned. I don't know. I just didn't think much...
0: They were kind of like, if you know, when you cut your own sort of potatoes into wedges and you cook them up at home? Yes. They kind of had that a- appeal. So they looked yes. a lot more sort of homemade. Exactly. They didn't look anything like the no. traditional wedge that you would normally see. Um, and they were, they were just a
1: bit meh. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes, indeed.
0: But it was a tough one. So we, we kind of got it down to Audi and McCain, I think, Barb. Yes. They were the kind of the real standouts. But obviously there was a big price point difference. But I'm going to leave it to you who gets...
1: The golden trolley, Barb. Well, for kids, I'd go for the Eldie. And for adults, definitely the McCain's pub-style wedges.
0: So we had two winners today, Barb. We sure did. It's like a
1: a golden tandem trolley. Well, it was really. (laughs) Something for everyone. Hop on up in my trolley and I'll (laughs) push you around the aisles. Oh, Dennis, that's just creepy. (laughs)
0: about this next segment. It's Barb's masterclass and she is talking about sharp knives. This is everything you need to know. Now, Barb, you're saying to me, the sharper the knife, the safer it
1: is. Talk me through yeah, this. Yeah, totally. Well, you know how many times you use knives for cutting herbs yes. and meat and mm-hmm. they get blunt so quickly. So quickly. Depending, again, what sort of board you're using. A, a sharp knife is actually less likely to cut you. A blunt one. Because what happens is you end up putting so much pressure on that knife, yeah. it can slip. And that's when you do cut yourself, you're trying yeah. to hack your way through a carrot and things slip or whatever. You need to glide through. So you really need a good sharp knife. I'm a great believer in that. I have a lot of knives for different things. How yes. often do you get them do you sharpen them yourself oh, yes. or do you yes. always yeah. yeah always like to sharpen them myself. You need either a honing rod or honing steel, yep. which is really quite good for sharpening them. And usually they come with a knife set if you get them. We can buy them individually. Yes. You wash and dry the knife well after sharpening. So I would probably sharpen mine at least um, every, every at least every second week. Yeah. Because you're using them throughout the week or more on the weekends a bit probably. Of a master as a at mar- a, a barb. I could imagine you just kind of wheeling it back and forth over yes. the rod. Yes. Um, you need to cut on the right surface again, mm-hmm. so avoid uh, metal or aluminium or really, really hard surfaces, so wooden plastic are fine, because the harder the surface, it blunts the knife as well. You need to wash them by hand. Never, ever put them in the dishwasher, mm-hmm. as also those detergents um, can dull them and really do quite destroy the steel on it, yeah. so you don't ever, I mean, ever do that to a good knife. I put mine in the dishwasher Do behind. you? yeah.
0: But Honestly. then I sometimes
1: think it's even when you're unpacking it and, you know, you don't want to put your well, hand and grabbing things. Well, and I don't ever
0: put them in the, uh, little basket, the cutlery yeah. basket because that's how you basically go through
1: an artery. Yeah, that's you. true. Yes. Yeah.
0: I never do that. Yeah. Have you seen, Bob? that there's a rise, that there's been a rise in, um, they call it avocado hand injuries. And it's from people yes. Yes, holding the, yeah, holding half an avocado in their hands. Yes. And they get their knife and they whack, they it. whack it into yes. the pip, but they miss it because it I know. slips off. I know. Because it's quite dangerous. slippery. And actually an, a, a surgeon came out the other day saying, please stop yes,
1: exactly. taking pips out and that also, way. And so once you put it into the pip and you try to take that off, it's, that doesn't come out easily either. No. Because you're grabbing the sharp knife. They go in so deep. And yeah, then I when would, you have to kind of take the very pip dangerous. off, it. it's very dangerous. Yeah. But
0: you see it so often, especially on a lot of the cooking shows when I know. when chefs do it, and it's just a recipe that
1: for disaster. To be one of those things that you don't do in you the don't kitchen. Don't do it. It needs yeah. to go into your kitchen danger section. Yeah, it section. does. It does, really. And the other thing is store them properly. Yes. So you either need a wooden block or a dedicated drawer – because at least you know where to find them and they're all laid out quite simply. I Especially don't if they're super sharp. The other, but again, you don't want yeah. to just put your hand in there. So I always Lose a look after finger. my knives. Yeah. you yeah. very respect them, they're, they're really good, good to the end, good for years. How long have you had yours for, Barb? Um, I probably had mine about 20 years. Wow. That's yeah. a long time. Yep. I look after them like so them. So if you
0: love them, you love them like yes. children, like you do, Barb. Yes. They'll be true to you forever. <laughs> that's so true. Good advice, Barb. I love it. <laughs> Bob, it's time for this week's Blind Taste Test. This week we're doing tea. Lovely. Got all Good. sorts of tea varieties. I've gone for a plain sort of black, you know, sort of ordinary sort of English yes. breakfast yes. style tea. I've got Tetley. I've yes. got Twinings. I've got Coles, Woolworths, and I've got Audi. Right. And I want you to have a little taste and tell me which one's your favourite. Okay. Don't look at the bottom, no, Barb, because no, no. that's where it says Certainly which not. one. We're going to keep this very scientific. I'm pretty sure, guys, that if I got you know the CSIRO in mm. or anything like that, they'd be very impressed with mm. my testing procedures. You might need to take notes, Barb. I've got a lot for you. I've got so there's uh, number two. Yes, we need to give you a little scone with this, don't I, Barb? <laughs> some some Devonshire cream and mm. some rice. Right? Very very scientific oh, when s- she's doing this, Barb. The way that. Barb. She's super tongue bar. That's what they've called you for years, haven't they, Barb, back in high school? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Second last one now, guys. She's yep. really, really getting through them. She's very, very disciplined with this. I love a tea, bar. I do too. And my parents are very, very um, mm. strict tea drinkers. It's, yes. you know, proper pot tea, you know, yep. warming the pot. Very, very, you know... I've learned very, very probably, early yes. on about tea etiquette, how to do it. So probably serving it up in polystyrene cups wouldn't get their tick of approval. No. But that's okay. Barb, you finished yes. the taste test. Was it interesting? It was really interesting. Was there a different taste
1: with all of them? Well, there well, were because some were stronger than others.
0: Yes. I've tried to do the water levels the same way yes. as I learned during my training at the CSIRO. Yes.
1: And if you really like black tea, you want to taste the tea, don't absolutely. You? That's, yes, and I like it black. I don't have the milk and the sugar. We haven't
0: done milk, guys. We haven't done sugar. It's just the tea. Which one, Barb? Did you like the best?
1: I like the second one. The
0: second one. Let's have yes. a look. Let's have a look, guys. Followed
1: by the second last one. Oh, that's very interesting. Can I please I have like the second one? last one? I like that one too.
0: So I'm just going to run through. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> This is so interesting. I'm going to run through it all first, all right? So we tasted the Tetley All-Rounder Black Tea Bags. A hundred of those will cost you $3.30. Yep. We also had the Twinings English Breakfast Tea Bags. A hundred pack of those will cost you $7.50. We had the Coles home brand tea bags, a hundred of those for a dollar fifty. We also had the Woolworths black tea bags, a hundred pack for a dollar ninety, and then the Audi Diplomat round black tea bags for a hundred pack two dollars twenty nine. So we had some expensive ones, yes. some middle of the road, and yes. some very cheap ones. Mm. Barb, would you like to know which one you voted the best? Yes, you voted for Woolworths, hundred pack $1.90. That gave you got your Good big flavor. tick of, a pair of yes, approval. Yes, it did. Number two nice was Audi.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: So, mm, some for of the ma- more my palate, for I your really palate. That those. was yes. the taste. So, I'm yes. very interested in that. There you go.
1: Lovely shows you
0: don't always have to pay the big bucks. No, you certainly don't to get a quality bit of tea. Eh, I'm a bit of a, a Twinings guy. I'm going to give the the Woolworths one a go. Good. I love yeah. that. All right, Barb, you're in the supermarket grocery aisle. You're picking your veggies. Sometimes it's bloody hard to work out which is the the right one to get, especially with things like avocados and uh, rock melons, all sorts of things. You Very look true. at them and you don't really know, you know, you don't really want to pick up 100 avocados. I always think it's a bit, you don't want to squish them and ruin them for someone else anyway. But what I would love to do, Barb, is to ask your advice how to pick the perfect – whatever. Yes. I'm going to hit you with it. You give me your tips, okay? okay? How
1: do you pick the perfect mango? Perfect mango, they don't have to be evenly coloured as there are many varieties around. So the skin of a ripe mango should be firm and give slightly when pressed softly. Yes. And when they say pressed, you know, they talk in the supermarket, that's what the noise the most that people just keep putting their thumbs so heavily yeah, and damaging and bruising about. the fruit. Yeah. You just need to give a gentle pressure to it. If it's too mushy, it's overripe. So don't think that's a lovely ripe one, a soft one. Um, also, the smell, as they have a lovely, fragrant, tropical smell when they're ripe. And, of course, don't refrigerate them until they're ripe because they um, they need to store in the fridge without that plastic bag. as they need to it, breathe. So don't yeah. put them in big plastic bags and... They'll just over them very quickly. You need to. Kind once of keep it's them ripe, separate. you could yep. either eat it or put it in the fridge, and they'll keep probably you know a day or two after that. What else can you do? Yeah, exactly. keep it in the freezer. Well, can you can, can actually. Of <laughs> it up you can. in freezer.
0: <laughs>
1: Talk to me about rock melons. How do you choose the perfect rock melon? Again, it's by feel. So they should feel very heavy for their size. Yeah. and a firm. And and an even size as well. And also they have a netted beige skin mm-hmm. and not patches on it. Because if you ever pick them up, mm. some of them get quite like it's little ball patches on it. And, or, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the netting goes. So really nice, evenly coloured. Um, and also, again, it should survive when it's lightly pressed with your thumb at mm-hmm. the flower end. So that's the opposite opposite end of the stem. Okay. Go the flower end because that's where the fruit starts to develop, and it should just feel slightly soft. If slightly the soft, end. and that's yep. where you want. Yep. And it. also, which I found interesting, that rock melons grown in Australia do not have an aroma. Ah. Oh. So smelling them anywhere will not indicate ripeness. Isn't that interesting? So the overseas ones will have one, but not Australian grown, and um, they don't ripen once they're picked. Okay. So don't take it home thinking you'll put it in the fruit bowl for three or four days, it'll get better. No, it doesn't. It, it needs to be perfect when you pick it up from the supermarket. aha uh-huh. So yeah, it won't keep... Groceries. Oh, isn't that interesting?
0: Mm.
1: I didn't know about that either.
0: And obviously, this is a,
1: a one that all of us struggle with a bit, avocados. I know, what I've are got your top tips? Um, again slightly soft at the stem end just Mm -hmm. gently pressed and store them at room temperature until you're ready to eat them or store them in a paper bag with an apple or banana to hasten the ripening that lets off some ethylene gas which will ripen that process and then once they're ripe they'll probably keep for two to three days. Have you seen that hack where you can put it in a really, really, really,
0: really, really low oven? Yes, but I wouldn't one. do it. Yeah, be a bit Would of a risk.
1: I know. How do you but feel I'm about warm, uh, warm avocado or hot avocado? I don't like it. To Me be too. honest, I don't no. like the taste it. They can turn very bitter if they get overheated yeah. or they're cooked. I don't like them. I think they get a bit sickly. They're quite a rich buttery taste. I'm, yeah, I'm with so I don't you. like them warm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Well, that's great, Barb. We can. Are there any other sort of popular fruits that? A tricky that you think? Not really. I suppose even uh, things like um, peaches or apricots and things like that. But again, smell them. Yes. Because they are grown in Australia. Yep. And also, um, just again, is the feel. Just yeah, look for just... the nice smooth skin. One thing of bruising or little holes in them, you know, be wary. All over because. Red Rover Bar. Yeah. What a nice. Yeah. Same with little plums. You can take those home and ripen them. Yeah. Be careful. Yep. Just be careful.
0: Can I ask a quick question? What about sure. watermelon?
1: Um, Watermelon filling heavy fruit size. Again, all those melons, it's it's a weight thing, a nice smooth skin. And once they're cut, okay, well, you often buy in the supermarket now big wedges or half mm-hmm. pieces, very common. And just look for them with no bruising because you can almost tell where the yes. seeds are. They're like dark patches. You go it That looks just bit. look a bit soft and mushy. Yeah, yeah be yeah. very careful. Yep.
0: Well, Barb, perfect tips. Thank you so much. That's we can pleasure. shop with confidence. Great. This is your favorite segment of all time, and I can already see that big smile <laughs> on your face because you get to talk about freezer. I love that freezer, Amy. You do. Yeah, I could talk about it's my your, friend. It's My friend of the kitchen. Yep. Have you ever had a freezer die on you? Yes, I have. Two. No, two, yes, too. Like a, I can't years. do it anymore,
1: Barb. You've know, put too much do. in me, I I, and that's I've got to give
0: in. can anymore, Captain.
1: So I can replace it within twenty-four hours, Amy. I <laughs> <laughs> bet you can, Barb.
0: I bet you can. <laughs> You, it's, like, it's like, you know, fun for My you, life isn't it? it is. You just go. Some people go and look at clothes and shoes. You go down to Harvey <laughs> Norman am. and you stroll yes. through yes. the freezer aisle, don't yes. you? Yes, yes, yes. Hello, baby. I'm buying right. you next time around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get straight into it. Ten surprising things you can and can't freeze. Barb, I'm going to hit you with these foods. You yep. tell me
1: whether you can freeze them or not. Whipped cream. No. Mm. But a lot no. of recipes say you can. I find the whipped cream today has less gelatin in it, so it breaks down quite quickly. So once it comes out of the freezer, you'll find it would—I just think—breaks down. If you put them onto things like um, you can put blobs of cream onto a tray, freeze it, and then put on your coffee or your hot chocolate. But it goes in little buttery globules on the top, so I I wouldn't—I wouldn't bother freezing. We don't need no, not at all. Rhubarb. You love yeah. a bit of rhubarb, don't you, I love you, rhubarb. Yep. I grow rhubarb. Yep. Two different varieties. Ooh. Freezes really well without cooking. Yes. cut it into shorter, short lengths, without the, obviously without the leaves on top. Put it on a tray, freeze it. Then once it's frozen, what, about an hour, put it into plastic bags. But don't just take things that clump in the freezer. I can't yeah. stand a big massive of something if I only want a little bit of it. Or use half of it. I don't want to thaw the whole thing out. That's just wasteful. That defeats the whole purpose of freezing. So you'll just do you know, a few, few. So I would bits. freeze it's true, it. It's I hadn't
0: thought of that, but yeah, You're absolutely. Because right. once
1: it's frozen and you put it into a bag or a container and freeze it, they're loose pieces. That's can, great. How, what's your standing on defrosting things and then refreezing them? If you defrost it in the fridge within 24 hours, you can refreeze it. Yeah. But if you've left it out on the bench it's or in, a, anything else, you can't. The it's a common. Uh, I was going to say it's yes. a common
0: uh, misconception, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah.
1: Belgian
0: waffles, bar.
1: Yeah, the Belgian ones are delicious. Can yeah, oh, you them? you can absolutely. And then toast them from frozen. Oh, that so one makes of it easier. Better use if yeah, don't thaw them out. That's mm-hmm. sometimes they tend to break down like little pastry shells. Yeah, I can imagine straight that. into the oven. Sausage rolls straight in the oven from frozen. Don't thaw them. Straight the freezer. Perfect. Delicious. Kaffir lime leaves. They freeze really well. They do, do After six months. Um, they do lose some of their potency, mm. but still, they're great for they're soups and right. salads and yeah. And
0: often, when you them, have, um, if you've got a whole lot that you need, you know, that's, it's better to put them in the freezer than exactly. anything else. Exactly. Because
1: you, you can't buy just one or two. They no. come in like little bags. So I'd, I'd be inclined to freeze the rest. Yeah. I mm, love it. Uh, creamy evaporated milk. No, it doesn't freeze. It's the milk solids mm-hmm. separate from the water in it. So that's not a good one for freezing. That's why you keep an extra stash in your pantry, you do, don't you, don't. Be, Yeah. Freshly baked biscuits. Yes, Can you so freeze them? Well, as long as they don't have icing or a topping or they're joined. So if they're just a plain biscuit, as yep. soon as they're cool... Again, pack them into containers, baking paper on the top in a single layer, and just freeze them.
0: It's a good um, tip for for mums for, for lunch boxes yeah, and fantastic. stuff, isn't it? Just to keep them in the freezer exactly. and roll
1: them out when you need yeah, them. Yeah, very much so.
0: Very very handy. How about pesto, yeah. Barb? Freezes brilliantly. Does it? Yeah, really that. good.
1: Yep, excellent. It's always good to have a bit of pesto. I know, on I love hand. it. Love it. Uh, oats. Yeah, they freeze really well. Really? Yeah. So, cooked oats or
0: or just raw uncooked oats? Wow. Qu- yeah, quick cook oats or whatever. Now, why would you need to freeze them? Because
1: bar? the weevils come. Oh, I see. You, you, so within your enemy, months, aren't they, bar? Yeah, they are. In the warmer months, particularly yeah. in summer, and you tend not to have porridge in, in yes. summer some months. Yes. Yeah. The weevils will then start hatching. Those so the little eggs are already Weevils. There. You could store them in the fridge, but just pop them in the freezer. Perfect. Love
0: it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Dried fruits, bark. Can you yeah, freeze them? They freeze
1: really well. 'Cause if you leave you can tell at Christmas time, stop laughing, Dennis. Well, you can tell at Christmas serious, time stop. when they towards say early December, they'll mm-hmm. have bags of mixed dried fruit. It's fruitcakes. But sometimes they're a bit crystallised already. So it could be last uh. year's stock. So be really ca- careful. You want them plump and moist and juicy. There's nothing worse than a really dried crystallized yeah, fruit. it's oh, awful, I isn't think it? so.
0: Yeah, sultanas yep. and raisins. But you, you can want want them freeze all, them. Yeah. Dried apricots. Yum. Yeah, dried figs. Last but certainly not least, olives. Yes. Can you freeze them? They wow. freeze really well. Yes. Who knew? Yeah.
1: And if you don't really eat them within a week, they can start growing moldy because they've, they're not meant to last that long out of the yeah. oil. Oil's not really a preservative in them. So S- I tend to put them in the freezer if, if I had any left over. It's Great that's, for a pizza. Oh, See, perfect for a pizza.
0: pizza. That'd be great. Yeah. Whack them in a pasta sauce exactly. or a, a chicken yeah. bake. Exactly. Delicious. Barb, you've done it again. We've ventured through the great Northwood freezer aisle <laughs> and we've come out smiling at the other end. That's good. Thank you, Barb, for all <laughs> Thanks, those wonderful Amy. tips. And thank you for joining me today. We've had another great episode. Guys, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us where you find all good podcasts. And uh, you can catch us every week at New Idea Food on Facebook and Food Hall. Barb, we'll see you next week. I can't wait to – You wear something ravishing for me next I week. I really you?